Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On a Sunday afternoon in round one. And it's a win on coaching debut for Sam Mitchell. The Hawks have started the season in the best possible fashion. A 20-point victory over North by seven points at halftime. Five goals in a row either sides of the halftime break for the Hawks meant they took over the lead and led by seven points at three-quarter time and ran out 20-point winners in the end. Jack Gunston has three goals, four. Mitch Lewis has three goals, one. And there were doubles for Chad Wingard for the Hawks, two for Nick Larkey, two for Todd Goldstein and two for Jai Simkin. The Hawks have started the season with a 20-point win. in round one. The post game for Thirsty Camel Bottle Shops. Answer the Camel's call. Thirsty Camel Bottle Shops. Jordan Canellis with you, Matt Hill, and Liam Pickering is our expert. It's gotten considerably darker as well here at the MCG. The uh, clouds have come over and they look to carry a bit of rain. So lucky that this game has gotten out of the way in time as the rains might come here in the late day of Melbourne. Pickers, uh, your thoughts at the end of that match. Hawthorne coming from behind, really, North Melbourne led for just about all of the first half, but Hawthorne were able to pile on the goals, particularly around the third quarter. They were. They had the better forward structure on the, on the day, really. And you look at the best, most dangerous, taller forwards were both playing for Hawthorne in Mitch Lewis and Jack Gunston. And that was really the difference in the finish, is just the way that Hawthorne were able to put it together in front of the ball. So I thought North had enough opportunities, but Zerha was down. Larky was down, and they didn't really have any, any other options until Goldie went down there, until Goldstein mm. was forward. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, the, the forward structure in particular, and then the midfield battle as well. We we were making a note of North Melbourne. They were clearly dominating the, the centre clearances and winning those stoppages, but Hawthorne, were they able to level it up? Yeah, they were. They were much better after half-time. I think they went to work on their structures because they were getting owned in the middle of the ground the first quarter and a half in particular, but 
yeah, much better after that, after half time. I thought a bit more competitive in there. They had a, a different mix in the middle of the ground, and that's how, how they were able to adjust it because they had to make some adjustments because it was going to keep going the way it was. They wouldn't have won this game, and it actually did change and change dramatically, really. For North Melbourne supporters who, uh, you know, they've had a couple of long, long years, and this is the, the first round being beaten by 20 points. What are the positives you can take out of this first round for North Melbourne with a possible long year ahead? Oh, well, I think it's just continuing to see these young guys develop, and I think today we saw, you know, Jason Horn Francis' first game, he was pretty good. I thought he was, he was, he was, he could hold his head up. I thought he was okay. Yeah. Uh, they transitioned the ball well, but they've, as I said earlier, their, their clearance work is pretty good. So there's stuff to work with, and they've got kids that are going to get better. Like, Davies Uniac's going to get better. Tarrant Thomas will get better. Horn Francis will Lockie get better. Young. They've got a future, but you're just yeah. going to have to be patient. That's the problem. And just don't get too impatient, because it's a bit of a slow build. They're not just going to turn around and make the eight this year. Well, that was a bit of a theme of the start. We talked about the rebuild for both teams, didn't we? And uh, so there'll be moments for both squads, I'm thinking. That's my view. I mean, I I just think they're that sort of team. You know, they're a team that that, uh, have got enough young talent to make an impact, but they're not going to make it this year. They'll, They'll win some games this year that they're not expected to win. But they'll get hammered a couple of times too. With yeah. their experience, that's what's going to happen. North Melbourne fans might look at their list and probably rightly so as well and think, well, they're a little further along developed than the Hawks, which they are. They've got more senior players and they've they've got those players which we mentioned around halftime because of yeah. that midfield group is starting to come to age now. They're starting to get into that stage of their career where they where they enter. They haven't got it, got there yet, but they're entering their peak years. Davies Uniac, Taron Thomas, Tri Simkin, etc. Um, they've got the, the keys in defence, or the, the, the wise heads in defence, I should say, Jack Zebel and Luke McDonald, but uh, there's still patience is required for North Melbourne. These sides will be, they'll be off the mark this season, but um, but there's yeah, there's no reason to, to get impatient at your club. There's there's definitely positive signs out of this. As long as they keep playing good football and, and there's a clear system there, which I think... There's a brand of footy, yeah. There's a brand of footy, which I think David Noble has, has established. Yep, oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. I think that they're... Uh... They'll be disappointed tonight because this is a team that they'll think that they're better than. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people at Hawthorne finishing last on the ladder. Uh, so they come here today thinking we're going to improve a bit and they're going to go backwards a bit. Well, not today they didn't because when the game was on the line, Hawthorne had the answers and North Melbourne didn't. Simple as that. A round one win is important for so many reasons just to get your season off to a start because you don't want to go 0-2 and then 0-3. So at least Hawthorne have that one notched under the belt. But... Uh, but for a first-year coach as well, Sam Mitchell, coming in the way that he did as well with the quick handover last season that happened ahead of schedule and there was a lot that was said about that. But just for his own coaching career to get that first win done, get it in round one, how important is that for, oh, very for Mitchell? Yeah, really important. You know, it's, he come in here, you know, he's, he's expecting a few whacks. He's expecting, you know, that it's going to be a tough old year and he's coming, he's going to come in first up and, and, he, and he's had a win. And I think you just take your head off to him, don't you? A lot of people, not, not many people picked Hawthorne in this game. No. I, I, Even Nat Edwards didn't. She, she barracks for Hawthorne. I tipped North Melbourne. <laughs> Is that tipped, right? Yeah, I tipped North. I thought North would win. Yeah. yeah so I'm a mug. Hawthorne played a lot better than me. I tell you what, it makes a huge difference when Jack Gunston's back in the team. Yeah. Geez, it makes a difference. Yeah. They just look so much more powerful and potent. He, every time he goes near the ball, it looks like something's going to happen. Mm. 
Yeah, he did. He missed a couple he would normally have eaten today, but I thought he was the best player on the ground. Yeah, they needed those. For, for the sake of the win, yes, this season's going to be a rebuild, but you want to win games along the way as well. And for the sake of the win, Jack Gunston and, and those returning players uh, especially were important in this in the way that this game shaped up when no Ben McAvoy, no Luke Bruce today, no Jacob Kaczynski either in the forward line. So there was a lot that was on the shoulders of those players coming back from injury, Sicily, Jaff, um, uh, Gunston as well, and they all played a, a key role in, in their respective sections of the field. They'll rue the uh, late in the fourth term too when Jaden Stevenson had that shot for goal. The yeah, punt run, the if he kicks that, all of a sudden it's a different game, isn't oh, it? No doubt, no doubt. And it, just his choice to go around the corner of one step, two steps, from, 40 five, by from 45 metres. Yeah. You have to be quite brilliant, Shane, to hit that, <laughs> as they'd say. That's quite brilliant, <laughs> as the bloke next door would say. Yes. Yeah, you'd have to be like that. You'd have to actually be that perfect on the foot that it's going to go that far off two steps. That's a drop punt. You've got to be a lot closer to the goals to be able to just pop them through like Jack Dun Dunstan tried to do earlier on. They have dispersed pretty quickly out of this ground. Everyone's thinking, the rain's coming, let's get on. Well, the, the only people that aren't desperate to get out of here are the Hawthorne footballers. They've been out there for quite a time, and they're milking the elation they're getting from a small pocket of supporters uh, in the forward pocket at the city end, and why not? And uh, now they've left the arena. But, yeah, 38,000, the crowd, and uh, there's probably about... 1,000 left of them. Mm, <laughs> That's very quick. Real quick. Final score uh, here at the MCG. Hawthorne 11, 12, 78. North Melbourne 8, 10, 58. Uh, need Victoria Police, but not the sirens. Call the police assistance line 131444. We'll see if we get the song from the Hawks in just a moment. They're heading down into the rooms right now. Smiles on the faces. Connor McDonald's leading the way down the rooms. He was on debut today along with um, along with uh, Josh Ward, who we saw come off the ground with, a, uh, I think it might have been a knee in the end. Didn't look too serious, but he was hobbling, but he wasn't in agony. So hopefully that's a, a decent enough sign for Josh Ward. Uh, Max Lynch in his club debut as well. He was subbed out of the game. We suspect a concussion there. Likewise for Ben Mackay from North Melbourne. Um, so both substitutes were activated in the first half with uh, some head clashes there. Hawthorne winners by 20, and they're all forming a circle in the rooms. Let's see if we can uh, maybe head down and get a bit of this as they prepare to sing the song. Sure we're going to get there just yet. I know. Yeah, it sounds like we're down there, sort of. Boys are milling around. We'll wait a bit in the meantime. So Jack Gunson with three goals, four in his uh, return to the Hawks, uh, or return to the Hawks team. Mitch Lewis had three goals. Chad Wingard had two goals. Well, it's an all-club song too. Look, the whole, the whole oh, club's wow. in there. They've got every physio and doctor <laughs> and Sammy social Mitchell's media person. A, he's standing on a bucket. He's standing on, a, on an ice box. Sammy Mitchell. Giving another speech, Sam Mitchell. <laughs> he's just getting everyone in. So he's got the whole club in the song. Massive circle. Massive. Oh. Here they go.
A song from the rooms from the Hawks, Josh Wards and Connor McDonald getting a Gatorade shower in the middle of the circle. It's Everybody contributing. Jeffrey's in there, Jeffrey Cannot. <laughs> Get on him. The two rookies standing in the middle of the circle, which uh, brings us to our post game awards. The MEGT Rookie of the Day, your local apprenticeship experts. Two rookies there for the Hawks, but because I suspect it might be the North Melbourne rookie who yeah, gets our award. The North Melbourne rookie today. He kicked his first goal in, in AFL footy. And, oh, I thought he played quite well for his first game. What did he have in the end? 13 disposals, kicked the goal. That'll do, mate. Good enough. Yep. Rookie of the day. Jason Horn Francis with his uh, first goal on debut for MEGT, supporting employees and apprentices for over 40 years. Uh, we'll do our votes in a moment, but just uh, give it's us an idea. hard to do the votes today. It was give... a tough game to vote on. It was. Oh. Give us an idea, though. The player power rankings for Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, a renewable energy leader. Uh, the power rankings for, was Aaron Hall, 125. At Jai Simpkin, 100. And, sorry, Luke Davies, Uniac, 121. Jai Simpkin, 116. And Luke McDonald, 109. So there you go. Hanger of the day, hangmytv.com.au, because that's what they do. A couple of clues for you, Pickers. We had the GF mark in the pocket yeah, early in the one. match, but then the Newcomb one very late was excellent. Well, I think we'll go with Newcomb today. I think John Newcomb can do it. It was late in the game. He did well to get up that high, I thought. GF was good early, wasn't he? He was. Tackle or tackler of the game for Toro. Count on Toro to get the job done. Is there a particular tackle or maybe a player who laid uh, the most amount of tackles? Oh, Davies Uniac for me. Nine tackles, that'll do. That'll do today. There wasn't one in particular that sort of stood out. I mean, it was a lot of in-close sort of stuff, but he had nine tackles, that'll do. Sure. Yeah. Happy with it? The, yeah, the injury report for Star 21 discovered the difference. I mentioned before the, uh, the two uh, subs. So Ben Mackay came off with a concussion. Max Lynch had a head clash as well. Both players were subbed out. And then the only other one really to look at might have been Josh Ward, but um, he looked okay there standing in the middle of the circle. But uh, the two head clashes were the ones from earlier on. Uh, the goal of the game for Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. What was the goal of the day? Goal of the day today was... Good question. I never really <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> There was nothing that was really, really spectacular. Right. I mean, the horn, you, you'd say you walk out of the ground thinking the Horn Francis oh, goal was... Guinness because it was his first goal in AFL footy. It was on the back of a great chain of handballs. It was on his left foot, so that'll do us. Yeah. As, it, as it just wobbled through the goals. Yeah, it's, 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 as long as it gets home. I don't care if a horse wobbles across the line. As long as the bloody sticks the two around and wins, I'm happy. <laughs> the boy from a Hawthorne family as well, father, son, pick, his dad and his well, granddad. I with his old man up at the Magic yeah. Millions, actually. Good fella. Oh, really? Scotty, yeah, good yeah. on him. He'd be proud of his son today. <laughs> the unmissable moment for Drinkwise. Choose to Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you Drinkwise pickers. What was the, the unmissable moment? Oh, Jason Horn Francis's first goal for mine. I thought it was, uh, he's been the most talked about young player in the country for the best part of 12 months and he delivered on the big stage early in the game. And in particular being the first number one draft pick for North Melbourne as yeah. well. So yeah. some synergy there and the great shot of his mum in the crowd. That, so yeah. it had to be it was, there. I thought it was fantastic. And the votes, the 3-2-1 for the AFL Nations Player of the Year for Whirlpool, your leader in kitchen and laundry appliances, drumroll pickers. This was tough. This was a really tough day to give votes. I mean, there was a lot of even sort of... A lot of North players were not far off the votes. Mm. One to James Sicily. I thought his, his comeback game was terrific. 27 disposals, six marks, cross halfback. Two to Luke McDonald from North Melbourne. He had 27 disposals, 12 marks. And I thought he was fantastic. He was intercepting everything. I think he took 11 intercept marks. So 
or nine intercept marks, sorry, out of his 12. And I gave three votes to Jack Gunston. He only had 18 disposals. He took eight marks, kicked three goals, four. He could have kicked six. But on a game where it was a low scorer, 11 goals to eight, I thought his contribution shouldn't be underestimated by any stretch. So Gunston, the three votes. Luke McDonald's the two votes. And James Sicily with the one. Our... Uh, poll getters, our vote getters for the day for Whirlpool, your leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. The ladder update at this stage of round uh, one on top? With, uh, <laughs> with two games to go. Geelong are on top uh, with a percentage of 191.7. Melbourne a second. Hawthorne a third. So a win today by this margin. 20 points has put them into third just ahead of Carlton, Sydney, Collingwood and Brisbane. And uh, down near the bottom of the teams who have played already. So North Melbourne are in 12th, Western Bulldogs in 13th and Essendon in 14th. And uh, four teams yet to get off the mark because these games are starting in a matter of moments. Or one of them is, one later on afterwards. Adelaide and Fremantle will be up next on AFL Nation. That's in about 10 minutes from now. And West Coast and the Gold Coast Suns will finish off round number one. Your ladder update for 40 Winks. Serious about sleep. Buy any 40 Winks My Side mattress to get your partner's side free. Uh, quick tip for those games coming up, boys. Adelaide and Fremantle. I don't mind Fremantle Rose, this season. I picked Adelaide. Oh, sorry, I picked the Fremantle Dockers, but I've cha- I'll change now with my tip okay. for, the, for us, and I'll go with Adelaide. All right. I'm going oh, I didn't know Fife and Darcy were playing when I did my tips on Tuesday. Well, that's true, yeah. They're big outs. Big outs. <laughs> yeah. And the other game, uh, who do you think, Matty? Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. What about you, Jitsit? Uh, I went Fremantle, but, yeah, with those outs, it's pretty... I like. I don't mind both. I think I'm tipping Fremantle to be my... Side to make finals. Oh, reckon they'll make the finals. I think they'll squeeze I think in. They'll improve, and I think Adelaide will improve as well. I think they'll finish probably in that section, just beneath the eight. I'm not uh, so and sure then about them. West Coast and Gold Coast. Wait, Gold Coast can't beat the West Coast with their sand, with the waffle team in fair dinkum. They should they should have a look at themselves. No, Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah. Matt. Yeah, Gold Coast, <laughs> and next Sunday we're here again, North and West Coast. Ooh, yes. someone's going to win. That's at well, West Coast might win. We have a win today, but I'd be surprised. Mm. Yep. That team, but they've got about 15 of the best players not playing. Fixtures coming up for these two sides. Hawthorne take on Port Adelaide in Adelaide on Saturday night next week. And then, as Matt Hill said, it'll be from Marble Stadium. The West Coast Eagles travelled here to face North Melbourne. Hawthorne today in round one. Winners by 20 points. Thank you. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.